You're listening to Singleness, Sex, and Dating with Perry Noble. You can connect with Perry and read more of his thoughts on relationships at perrynoble.com. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Singleness, Sex, and Dating G'day, podcast. Mate. G'day, with Perry Noble. G'day. A few weeks ago, you guys met my mate, my roommate, my teammate, my best mate, Meredith Knox, because <laughs> she actually hosted a podcast uh, in 2015, and she's going to be back because we have double the trouble. We're both hosting this podcast. That's and I'm right. Pumped about it. It'll be so fun. America, Australia, invasion, Australerica. No, no, no. <laughs> close, but no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to be here um, and to be back with you guys and no telling what is going to be said in the podcast today with mm-hmm. both of us in here. But we have some awesome questions lined up, so let's just get straight to it. Let's do it. Pastor P, our first question is from Ken in Virginia. What's up, Ken? And he says, I met this girl who I felt that I have great chemistry with, but she's not a Christian. Is continuing a relationship with her as friends and hope that she becomes a Christian okay? It almost feels selfish. Um, hey, great question, Ken. The, the thing that the thing that you need to understand when it comes to dating is God wants the absolute best for you. Mm-hmm. Period. And so with God wanting the absolute best for you, you gotta really kind of disconnect emotions from from it for just a second and not allow yourself to compromise. Um, scripture is so clear. Um, on the flip side, you you can continue to be her friend. You should continue to be her friend, but you cannot be her friend with an agenda. Hmm. So if, if you're only keeping her around because she hopes she becomes a Christian so you can date her, mm, wow. um, that's actually the, the wrong motivation for wanting to, to see her become a Christian. That's good. Um, now, is it wrong to have the thought, if she gets saved, I could date her? No, it's not wrong to have that thought, but that should not be the driving motivation for a friendship because then she becomes a project and not a wow. friend. Yeah. And and a girl don't want to feel like a project, right? That's right. That's good. Thank the you. The second question is from Michael in California, and he writes, I've been dating... Hey, Stacy, before yeah. you keep going... I went the, West Coast. It was recently. Oh, I thought you were asking me. No, recently <laughs> it was Australia today, and I it wanted was. to wish you a happy Australia oh, yeah. Day. Thank you. Yesterday, 26th of January. Yeah, but this podcast is dated, and so now everybody knows when we're recording it. But we're not going to edit that out. Thank you, Stacey. <laughs> I just wanted everyone to know, so okay. next year they can put it on the calendar. What do Australians do on Australia Day? You don't want to know. Oh, gosh. You're right. I don't. You don't. I Next don't. question. It's from Michael, Michael in California. He California. writes, I've been dating a great girl for a while now. I've always heard the saying, you just know when talking about the time to pop the question. Is this true? How will I really know when I'm ready or if the time is right? Michael, you will get married. That's when you know. Um, that's the that's the worst answer. You, I mean, but literally... Um, I've met people that say, oh, I was 100% sure, I was 99% sure, I was kind of sure, I, I had some doubts, I had some reservations. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that before you get married, you'll have doubts, and after you get married, you'll have mm-hmm. doubts. The only way to know that you're with the one is you actually marry them. Wow. And as soon as you marry them, they become the one. That's great. It's really good. Thanks. So good. How long have you been dating the guy you're Uh-oh. dating? Ten months. Ten Come months. On. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any like future relationship talk there? I mean, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. We have you have you put your last name or his last name in your last <laughs> name just to see how it sounds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, all over her notebooks. Yes, <laughs> all over her notebooks. Yeah. Her Trevor Keeper. Yep. Uh, okay. For us, I, I mean, guess. Did you date anybody? Uh, no. No. Okay. She's still got her last name. Well, so do I. But I, I mean, like, you've got no one to. Dang, like girl, mind. did y'all get married no. when <laughs> we were paying? Okay. Right. We'll talk about Meredith in just a little while. Uh oh. Okay. She is an all American. That's true. I am. All right. This one comes from Becca in my home state of North Carolina, and you know where North Carolina is, Stacy. Right above us. All right. What's Got right it. below us? I was gonna say Texas, but I stopped myself. <laughs> it's definitely Georgia. <laughs> definitely Georgia. Oh, oh mate. All right. Well, we're we're both ever. gonna work on our geography skills. It's yeah. gonna be okay. Okay, so Becca from North Carolina asks, what do you do if you're dating someone and you're not sure you should be dating? I'm just not sure how physically attracted I am to him. Does the physical really matter? Will my attraction for his character and love for Jesus transfer over to the physical? Well, Becca, great, great question. question. I mean, you just see uh, an unbelievable heart behind this question. So I'm going to flip this back around and ask Stacy, how important is it to be physically attracted to the guy? It's everything. Everything. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just kidding. Mayday. Well, Mayday. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for listening to the official last podcast. We are going to oh deport Stacy back to kidding. Australia. Sorry. Hey, to answer that question, Becca, that's a great question. I think for me... To be honest, I, I knew he was a good-looking guy because I noticed him in the atrium of church before, way before he ever spoke to me. I knew hey. he was good-looking. Um, but for me, you know, that chemistry and that physical attraction actually didn't kick in until maybe our sixth or seventh date. And you can ask my best friend who's sitting right here, Meredith. She, she'll she tell you that I came home from dates true. many a times and said, you know, I feel like I'm leading him on because I don't have those feelings. Yeah. Um, but, you know, over time, I gave it time. I gave it the opportunity that obviously the Lord needed it to have. And now you can't fight this feeling anymore. Now we're struggling on the other side of it of let's fight for purity. You know, I'm not fighting for like to find him attractive. I'm fighting to keep so, pure in So this is interesting. So you at first weren't sure that you were that attracted to him. Absolutely. Though I didn't I mean, you feel, knew he was good looking, but I you did. Didn't. It was the physical chemistry that I thought we were lacking mm-hmm. uh, for a good, I'd say two months. Would you okay. agree? Yeah, it was a while. But what, I, remember, what, I mean, how do you feel about that though, Meredith? I mean, are you, I mean, how are, how are looks? How, how important are looks? Um, looks are definitely important, but I think for, for girls, for me, because, because I Because you're this, all American. Because of that. No, that's not why. <laughs> um, but it takes us more time, I think, oh, really. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Hey, listen, we just need time to process and to feel. It takes more time to get um, ready, take a shower, do your hair, I was trying to look, you know, I was trying put to on look your good. clothes. Guys often know what they want. Girls take a little bit right. longer to figure that but out. But for Stace, oh. the question that we kept asking was, did you have fun yes. on this date? And she kept saying yes. And so I was like, well, then I don't see any problem and keep going out. That's why I say. If they're not fun, they're not the one. Yep. There you go. That's, That's perfect. True. That's Tweet true. It. So, so, Becca, I'm not even going to attempt to answer that question because, I, I mean, to a guy, look, looks are important, but they're not everything. Um, they, they do get the process started, though, for mm-hmm. a guy. Mm-hmm. But for a girl, I mean, you just heard from two very godly ladies that I know, and so I'm not even going to attempt to. Hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, I think it does. I yeah, think I think it did. Yeah. Great. That's good. good job. Becca from North Carolina <laughs> and Timmy from Texas, who's right below South Carolina. That's it. Go ahead. 
Next question is from Stacy in California. Love the Stacey. name. Stacy. Stacy. She says, what is the difference between being led in a relationship and being controlled? Mm. My parents always brought me up to be independent and my partner's parents brought him up to lead, which is causing some friction. A close family friend was abused in her marriage. I'm always on the lookout for warning signs, but I don't know if I'm just being overly sensitive. Great question, mm. Stacy. Home run. Oh my gosh. So I can just I can just tell you from what I've experienced. So I'm the leader in our marriage, mine and Lucretia's marriage, but I'm definitely not um, the I don't know. I, I don't always get my way. Being the leader doesn't mean you always get your way. In fact, being the leader often means you go last. And mm-hmm. so if somebody's dominant, if they're declaring they're the leader, they're not the leader. Um, if you're trying to lead from a position, I'm the man. Um, you're not the leader. In fact, if there's a girl out there right now and you're dating a guy and he keeps saying, I'm the man, I'm the leader, um, he really is dealing with significant Mm -hmm. insecurity. Um, The way I always say it is this, the guy should be the leader, the girl should be the challenge. Um, because for me, Lucretia challenges me. But when I say challenge, it's not challenge in a bad way. She doesn't challenge everything. It's not like she challenges every decision. I'm like, where do you want to go to eat tonight? Well, let's go here. Well, I don't want to go there. That's not that's not being a challenge. That's being a okay. You you got it. That that's that's not what we're supposed to do. I think for me, being the leader of our relationship that comes with weight that comes with responsibility but at the end of the day i do not want to control or manipulate lucretia or the situation um and it's easy to do sometimes as a guy uh i don't know what do y'all think about that yeah i would agree with everything i love what you said thanks meredith next question um (laughs) sorry no, but men lead and women challenge. Yeah, and that's great. I was just thinking about this. You know, as I think both of us would say, women, quote, in leadership, that sometimes we think men are trying to control us when really they're just trying to do what they were created to do. Right. Um, but I would, my encouragement to Stacey would be, um, you know, women were made to be a helper, um, but women were not made to be hurt. So if, oh, if you feel like he's trying to hurt you um, and not allow you to be the helper that you're created to be, that would be the red flag to me. But if he really is just trying to lead in a godly way and there's something in you that can't be the helper, um, that's the enemy, not not the Lord leading you in that. So Well, two warning signs thought. Two warning signs to pay attention to if he's being a leader or being controlling are um, voice and um, any sort of physical abuse. Yeah. So if a guy is constantly raising his voice, yelling like fits of rage, or he's touching you, hitting you, mm-hmm. abusing you in some way, that's not a leader. Yeah. That's not him leading. Um, and that that's somebody that needs some serious help. Mm-hmm. And so that's something to pay attention to. Um, and the, the other thing, I guess the third warning sign is somebody that's always trying to manipulate the situation. Because mm-hmm. going all the way back to Genesis 3, that's what Satan did, is he stepped into Eve's life and he just manipulated her to eventually he got her to do what he wanted her to do. And that, at the end yeah. of the day, is is abuse. And so th- those are the three warning signs that I think every girl needs to look for when she's dealing with a guy. That's great. So next question, and I want to just set this one up because I think a lot of women probably deal with this issue, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a little bit heavier, but this is from Denise from South Carolina, actually, and she writes, I can't get over having an abortion when I was 21, and it bothers me to the point that I can't have a relationship with anyone. Denise, I'm not even going to pretend to understand that level Mm -hmm. of of pain, 
um, hurt, doubt. Um, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and um, I don't know what stage of life you are in. I don't know what you are going through. Um, I know I know two things about you when you had the abortion. Number one, you were scared. Number two, you thought it was the only way out. That doesn't make it right. It doesn't justify it. But you were scared, and you thought it was the only way out. Um, looking back now, you wouldn't have done it. And we can. I'm not going to debate abortion ethics or anything like that. Here's the thing I want to. And, and I hope you're listening to this podcast. I really hope you'll just pause and listen to this yeah. for just a second. God knew that you were going to have the abortion when he made mm. you and he made you anyway and he paid the price for that sin in your life Come on. knowing what you were going to do he made you anyway that means you are valuable and what you've done to yourself or had done to you in the past does not um, diminish the future he has for you or the plans he has for you yeah and if you've asked for forgiveness for this sin, he has forgiven you and moved on. Anytime something brings that up inside of you, that's not Jesus. That's the devil, and he's trying to hold you back from the amazing future and the abundant life that Jesus mm, has promised you. Yeah, that's great. And so I, um, I, my heart goes out to you, and I just, I just pray for hope, and I pray for yeah. healing in your life because it's possible. And thank you for writing in that question, yeah. Denise, for having yeah, the courage to do that. Yeah. Another question from Elizabeth, which I think ends it on a similar note to that question, is she writes, I was in a three-year relationship with my ex and we had a baby. Things didn't work out between us and I sometimes feel betrayed by him for not trying hard enough. Now I feel like I have trust and commitment issues that won't let me move on. How can I help myself let go of anger or resentment and not have it affect healthy relationships in my life? Oh, God, that is a great <laughs> question. Um Elizabeth, I don't know one single person on the planet that hasn't been hurt. And that's not to diminish your hurt. That's to acknowledge that what you're um, living in the middle of right now is very, very real. Yeah. Um, and so before I move on, uh, Stacey Meredith, how have you have y'all dealt with past hurt? Hmm. How have y'all, because, you know, not going to ask you every guy you've ever dated, but you You've been hurt. How did how did you move on? I mean, how have you moved? How are you moving on? I don't, you know. I honestly, I didn't date a whole lot before I dated this guy. I obviously, experienced a, a little bit of hurt in one other relationship, but that didn't last long. Honestly, only a month. So comparatively to Meredith, I don't think I have a whole lot. Oh, of, yeah, they just throw Meredith under the bus. That was some shade in saying <laughs> I've dated a lot. So. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, that bus hit me no, too. No, but seriously, she's got oh. some great thoughts on that okay, that yeah. I learned from all there the time. There was, too. yeah, there's definitely, um, Elizabeth, I definitely haven't dealt with anything like you have, but uh, I can tell you I've had my heart broken before. And um, through being bitter a lot longer than I would like to admit and being a lot weaker than I realized, uh, the Lord had to work me to the point where the trust issues that I had um, weren't tied to that guy and they weren't tied to any future guy. Hmm. Um, the root of it is I stopped trusting the Lord for a wow. little bit. That's mm -hmm. great. And because I felt like I had ultimately given my heart to the Lord and he hadn't protected it. 
And I want you to know that that's a lie. And the Lord, I believe, still has a great man planned for you, just like mm-hmm. I believe he still has a great man planned for me. Mm-hmm. And I can still trust the Lord with my heart. So anytime you do let another man in in the future, um, yes, do it wisely. Yes, take your time. Um, obviously, you have like a, a child to consider now, but you can trust the Lord with with your heart. And whatever that man did um, and how hard he worked to hurt you, it feels like, the Lord wants to work overtime to heal you. Um, and he might even want to use a, a, a man who loves Jesus and wants to heal your heart to do that. Mm. So um, that's what I believe for you. That's what I believe for me. And now I'm excited to see what the Lord wants to do with my heart. But that's me personally. So, And I think the, I think the thing that brings a little bit of complication to it, Elizabeth, is, is having a child yep. with him. Um, but, but I would encourage you, every time you look at that child, you need to see that child as a gift. That's right. That child is life. And don't let the enemy use your child to stir up bitterness in mm-hmm. you. Let the enemy or let God use that child to stir up thankfulness in you. Wow. That's um, great. Because God had a God has a plan for that baby. Mm-hmm. God has a plan. And I'm telling you, it if just enjoy your time with that child because I, I think it could be one of the blessings in the middle of yeah. some some pretty serious hurt that, mm. that you're going through. That's good. And the only thing that heals anger is time. Yeah. I hate that. Oh my gosh, I wish there was a a verse or a, a tablet you could take and you take yeah. this tablet and you're not mad anymore, but I just haven't found that. And so it's natural to be hurt. Um, don't be a victim. Walk in victory yeah. mm-hmm. and give it time. Be thankful for that that child yeah Yeah. that's great all right our final question today comes from kate in kansas carry on my wayward son is that you didn't kansas yeah (laughs) oh you don't know kansas no you should be ashamed you don't know either you're american i'm australian where's kansas it's in the midwest next to kentucky Oh, this is real. Kentucky. We're not Just even making this up. Who knows? I don't know either. Okay. <laughs> okay um, Kate asks, "There'll be peace when you are done." Is that it? Bingo! Yes. You get mm, crushed it. Yep. We're gonna go buy a funnel cake after this. Yes. Just kidding. Uh oh. Okay. No, if I eat a funnel cake, I'll throw up. Oh, that yeah. Is, don't I want that to happen. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Kate asks. Um, Where's she from? From Kansas. Carry on my <laughs> Why does it feel as though God is holding out or being passive when it comes to my heart and desires? I have encouraged and cheered on friend after friend, wedding after wedding, and now baby after baby around me. It's like God didn't plan someone for me. I know he does things in his own time, but I'm discouraged because of what feels like God's passivity. Kate, Mm. I know exactly how you feel. I know exactly how you feel. So I legitimately, this is true, I rented so many tuxes and was in so many weddings that the local tuxedo shop knew me by my first name and the last few times I went in, they did not charge me for my tux. The The manager was like, That's awesome. I can't charge you. And it was almost like he felt sorry for me. Like, uh, yeah. you are always in a lot of weddings. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I am. But I'm not getting married. I know that feeling. I know that frustration. That's where, that's where 
that's where this thing called faith comes yeah. in. Um, I was in a conversation this week, and um, I'm going to talk about this a good bit because it's just something I'm living out in my life. You got to choose to live in faith or choose to live in fear. Mm. And if you choose to live in fear, you, it'll drive you to make unhealthy relationship decisions. But wow. if you'll choose to live in faith, um, you can listen. Faith doesn't prevent frustration in your life; it allows you to go through it. Wow, that's great. And and that's and really so good. you got to be. I mean, it's so frustrating and it's so aggravating. But I'm telling you, if you will walk through this, God will prepare you. I'm doing a wedding in March, and the girl who's getting married is 40 years old. Hmm. First time she's ever been married. She waited. Um, she definitely got a unbelievable guy. I mean, this guy, I mean, it's it's like he is amazing for her. He loves her. She loves him. I'm I'm giddy about doing this wedding. Yeah. And because I've watched her wait. I've watched her wait. Um, let's see, for about 20 years. I've known her wow. for 20 years. And so I watched, no, 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 no. I've known her for 25. My mind's leaving me. I watched her fight through wedding after wedding after wedding for 25 years, and she's held on. Respect. What do you think, Meredith? I mean, you you live in this world. Let me tell you something. I mean, I've I talked thought, to you. I've talked. I mean, I'm not so sure this isn't your question. I think question. it's Meredith. I think <laughs> she wrote this question. Marian. I am Kate, Kate from Kansas. You are. Kate I just put Kansas. I just put Kansas because I knew Stacy didn't know where it was. <laughs> um, no, I'm Kate. Listen, I have this. I've asked this question so many times because this might be news to this room. I have been in. 15 weddings so i have 15 bridesmaids dresses so i'm working on the movie working on 27 um but i'm believing for dress number 16 and 16 will be white come on somebody (laughs) um but i gotta date somebody first anyways so but kate i just want to want to encourage you with this um again the enemy wants you to believe that god didn't plan for you Mm. And that is a lie from the enemy. And I want to speak against it and encourage you. The Lord is not holding out on you. The Lord is setting up for you. Um, and if you think of something, anything that takes time in life um, is usually worth worth more. It's more valuable. Um, I know the Lord spoke to me. And like, if you think of preparing a meal, microwave meal, quick it's okay, and you might be filled for a little bit, but something that takes time to cook is what's ultimately going to satisfy you. And you're going to have don't okay, date have a microwave. Don't date a microwave guy. You know, um, he's not being the Lord is not being passive. He is preparing for you, and I'm believing that as much for me as I am for you. Um, the last time I did this podcast, I was 27, and now I'm 28. So you know, another year on the books, and still waiting for that guy. But. Um, you have to believe the truth that God is planning. He is preparing. He is not holding out. He is setting up. Um, if you will have, like Pastor P said, the faith to just wait that he is the God he says he is um, and that he wants good for you. So that's good. And I'm holding on to that personally. Dang, I'm married and convicted. That was real good. <laughs> hey, so so we, there's some questions not on this. Oh, no. And I would just I love to. I would love to just. I'm getting warm. Ask y'all these questions because people ask me these questions and I don't know the yeah. answer. So this is going to be rapid fire. You got to answer. Quick. Yeah, you got to answer bang, quick. Bang. All right, here we go. Stacy. Yes. There's a guy. He thinks you're attractive. He doesn't know whether or not he should ask you out. What should he do? Ask me out. And if you don't think he's 
attractive or you're not attracted to him or you're thinking, no way, what should you say? Ooh, this is so good. So if I don't see any, if I don't see anything happening in the future at There's all. There's just no way. No way, okay. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I'm not someone that's going to beat around the bush, to be honest. And you're just going to say no? No, I'll probably tell him why. Oh, God. No, seriously. Whoa. I'll she probably, would. not like. She would, so, I would. But what would you say? I would just be like, hey, dude. Might not call him, dude, because that's, that's like condescending. <laughs> Can we cut this bit out? <laughs> no. No. You, I would hey, honestly dude. just say, hey. You, hey, friend. <laughs> hey, pal. Hey, pal. Say, <laughs> hey, bud. <laughs> no, I'd probably just tell him, hey, I'm really not interested, but I want to just applaud the fact that you asked me out. Like that takes a, bo- that's a bold move. So I'd always, always want to celebrate the boldness and courage that it took for him to ask yeah. me out. And then I'm, I'd just say nicely and politely, I'm not interested, but I'm really honored that you would ask me out. It's great. Was I that, support that. Would you do that? Yeah. Have done that. You, oh, you have done that. <laughs> oh, did that sound mean? I have no, done. I mean, no, <laughs> it just sounded very matter of fact. I'm I have sorry. done that. Yeah. Okay, so you have the first date with a guy, and I'm, I'm saying this because girls legitimately ask me this. You have a first date with a guy, you're uncertain about how you feel about him. Should you go out again, yes or no? If I had fun, yes. Yes. Yes, okay. Um, on the second date, dude tries to hold your hand. You're not interested in holding his hand. What do you do? Not hold his hand. I'd take his hand. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> She just wouldn't hold his hand either. <laughs> I don't know what she's what would you say. do to the poor guy's hand? <laughs> what would you do? No, I just put it back on his lap. <laughs> okay. Would you Would you address it? Yes, I'd say I think it's too soon. Don't, too soon. You can't Hashtag be a man too like soon. That. Yeah. Okay, it's awesome. Um, question <laughs> number four: How soon is too soon? to begin talking about getting serious with a guy. You've gone out with him once. How soon's too soon? You've only gone out with him once? Mm-hmm. One time. And you're That's already starting to thinking I don't know. about getting serious? I'm asking you. How soon is too soon? To bring it up? Yeah. When did y'all start talking about it, Stace? Probably maybe month four or five. Month yeah. four or five. I but think it's different it's, for everyone, yeah, it's though. Different. It is different. Sec- if you're talking about on the second date... Too soon. Third date, too soon. Keep having fun. I've definitely fun. done it too yeah. soon. Like you just kind of let your mind go there. Yeah. The like problem for girls sushi. is, I think, girls are already going to start thinking about it way too soon. Girls, the the problem not only is, it, it's not thinking about it, Meredith. The problem with girls is that they start feeling how yeah. they think. That's true. Guys can separate thought from feeling. That's why we're how? completely, well, that's why we're clueless. Um... <laughs> But that, see, see, you just asked that. A woman cannot separate thoughts mm-hmm. from feelings. So if you're thinking about something, that's how you're going to feel. Yep. Um, and yeah, so those are my, those are my questions that's I came with questions. that I want to yeah. ask y'all. That would be great. Do okay. you have any final thoughts from anything discussed in the podcast today? I think this is a perfect opportunity to talk about why a lot of Christian girls don't get asked out. Um, and it's not a mystery. I mm-hmm. mean, if you sit back and watch it, the reason a lot of Christian girls do not get asked out are two reasons. Number one, they're completely intimidating, and they don't understand that. Um, a girl that wakes up and thinks I'm intimidating is probably, well, I mean, Ronda Rousey maybe, but that's about it. <laughs> and she is. She, she is, is she's, I mean, she's I'm scary scared. intimidating. Is that a softball player? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing softball up, though. 
<laughs> like she has Ronda to be Rousey. a softball player. Because Meredith was an all-American, ESPN all-American softball player. That's, That's true. Right. She lives in South Dakota. Where's South Dakota? South North Dakota. of North Dakota. <laughs> I got you. Is North Dakota on the border with Canada or Mexico? Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you said it so confidently. You can't. Fake it till you make, make it. That's all I'm about. This stuff up. <laughs> Think, okay, Stacey, stop. Oh, that was North Dakota. Is Canada north or south from America? So is north on the border of Canada and south on the border of Mexico? Is that how it works? <laughs> exactly. Okay. North Got Dakota is on the border. If somebody Rousey? would draw in, draw the United States according to Stacy, and you'll, oh, and you'll put awesome. it on social media, I will send you a copy of my very first book. They'll this have to go back and listen out. from the start, though, because this is where it all began. Um, girls are not asking... <laughs> That's it. That's good. That's the United States. Girls are not asked out, number one, because they're intimidating. Or number two, guys just are scared to be guys. Mm. And so the thing I would challenge guys with is step up and be a man. First Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I thought like mm. a child. I talked like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. And if you're a girl and you're not getting asked out, it's not because... It's it's probably not because something's wrong with you. It's probably because guys really do have a tough time asking girls mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, and so, yep, that's it. If somebody will, once again, if you will go and draw the United States according to Stacy, <laughs> and you'll put that on social media, uh, and you'll hashtag it, U.S. according to Stacy, all one word. I can't wait the to The very forward. first one that I see, as soon as this book is released, I will send you a signed copy copy of this book or a United, David U.S. No. according to Stacy. U.S. according to Stacy. well thanks for listening to Mayor January's. Knox is on Twitter oh, what's, yes. your, what's your Twitter handle is it at Mayor Knox at Stacy M- Tarrant M-E-R-E-K-N-O-X if That's there's right. a single guy out there and you can get Meredith I mean just just reach out to her on Twitter and say congratulations you're an all-American well, hey, thanks for listening to January's edition <laughs> of the Singleness, Sex, and Dating Podcast with Perry Noble. We love getting your questions, so please continue to submit them at perrynoble.com forward slash ask. And that's it for this month. We'll oh, be back next month slash? as Perry I always continues thought that was a to answer your questions. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye, guys.